Good evening, everyone. Right? Good? Uh, uh, redo it, sorry. Just go. Uh, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. We were off for a week. We still have episodes coming out, so don't worry, we're not we're not skipping. Um, just, you know, living the dream of the number one podcast in the world, and everyone's a little busy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but we got everyone back in the studio today, um, coming back off that music week. Uh, what was everyone up to? Uh, how was your weekends? Um, yeah, so last week was good. I was super busy with work, which made everything super difficult. Um, this weekend was aggressive, to say the least. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. still recovering. It looks like. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll stop recovering, but no, it was. Uh, it was. It was really fun. I don't even remember what we did Friday. We just took it easy. Yeah. I well, yeah. I went home to the suburbs to oh, try yeah. to get away from everything and just you guys in general. Um, but it it was impossible. I had to come back. Uh-huh. We had a beer Olympics. Yes. Um, which On I Saturday. hadn't done since four years ago. Yeah. College. Um, what were the events? Oh God. There, there were, were some so, weird ones. Yeah, I've never so even seen it, before. It was our roommate Eric Zabrowski's uh girlfriend Taylor's birthday, so she wanted to have a beer Olympics. So she designed all of the all the events and the stuff like tic tac toe where you, you drink and then you flip the cup. Once the cup is flipped, then you put it on the spot. Uh-huh. So like that type of stuff. And so we were doing like drinking beer out of using a straw out of what do you call it? The ice the little ice trays, ice cube trays but, but the, it was a little one. So it was like fucking doing like, there was like a hundred of them. Like a hundred. Basically <laughs> like peck at it. Yeah. It was just like drinking foam the whole time, but yeah. it was a lot of fun. Um, we, Johnny and I were partners um, because Jenny was in town for drill, but she had her PT test, so she's not going to be drinking aggressive amounts of beer and then doing that. Um, so we were team Deutsch Sicko, so it's like Deutschland in Mexico combined. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in a real country. We just kind of shut up and competed, yeah. and we took home the bronze. Took home the bronze, yeah. Took home the gun. Yeah, it was good. Um, granted, we did steal the the medals because everyone was too drunk to notice, and we just kind of did our own thing, but... Yeah, it was a good time, and then afterwards, it was my cousin's birthday, and I, we went to uh, Mine Music Festival or Mine. It was a it was a bar Mine club. Music it was a it club. was it was a club nightclub. Yeah, it was a nightclub. Only Hispanics. <laughs> Beer was the only white person there. It was hilarious. I think I saw three total out of like two hundred and fifty, three hundred people mm-hmm. that were there. Have you ever been to Big City Tap on a uh, Saturday? No, or no, I'm sorry, Fridays. No, it's Hispanic night, and I didn't know that the first time we went there. <clears throat> And I walked in, I was like, oh, it must just be like a, a bar that a lot of Hispanics go to. And then when you, because I don't know if you know how big the bar is, but it's like five different sections. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, let's go to the dance floor. And you literally turn the corner and there's this ginormous sign that just says like, welcome to Big City Taps Hispanic Night. And I was like, and this is one of the things I think I've told you. It's like, I get that I look Hispanic all the time. Like, yeah. oh, like, are you Mexican? Like, no. And what I've always said is I've been to Mexico 15 times, so it's like every time I touch down in Mexico, I look around and I'm like, I I don't look at all like these people, and I don't know how people suggest that I do it. And then I told you I went to Italy, yeah, and I'm 100% Italian. I got off the plane and I was like, oh, you are my family. I'm home. Like like, any of you could be my family. Like it's it's not Mm -hmm. that hard. And so. I was like thinking I was going to pull it off at Hispanic night thinking like, Ooh, you know, like I'll, I'll use this. Like a lot of people have, you know, 
misjudged me as being Mexican. And then literally everyone's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, <laughs> I was like a, yeah, you're not one of those. Oh, it was a very clear. Like, yeah. I, I mean, even I got a lot the, of people looking at me. I mean, you stuff. were dancing. I was right. dancing. I was dancing pretty, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty fun. <laughs> but the best part is people were telling me like, what are you doing here? And then they were like, looked at Kayla and Kayla is Hispanic. But she doesn't look at it at all. Not at all. And then she like told them, and they're like, oh, like come up, like dance, you want a shot? And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was like, you're going to shut me down? You're going to like turn me out of this? But the white girl, you're going to be like, like quinceanera, quinceanera, let's go. She's one of us. Yeah. She's a girl, though, so that's probably why. Yeah. That's definitely why. But Is yeah. your mic even picking up? I can't hear you. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was going to go to Nick about what he did, but what else did you do? So yeah. you guys went out to the... Yeah, we went to uh, to that nightclub and yeah. uh, we stayed up to like five or something. Yeah, I mean, it was it was open till 5 a.m., but yeah. uh, we only I, we didn't make it very late. Uh, yeah. But it was fun. It, that's the first time I've ever seen an actual like Spanish nightclub. Um, Me too. So I will be going back. Um, I guess. Are you gonna be? Like? I mean, the drinks were good. It was it was fun. Um, people were nice there, but yeah. I mean, I had people no, stared at me yeah, the whole time. I was wearing like I I was still wearing my Jeremy outfit from Beer Olympics, like <laughs> at Hispanic night, dude, or at the Hispanic nightclub. Yeah. yeah, like Spanish and Mexican music is a very easy music to have fun to. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's incredible. It all has the party vibe. It was banger after banger. It like, was a seamless transition. All even night. their like love songs. You know, they hit that, they hit that, like, <laughs> Morocco where you're like, yeah, uh-huh. They'll get you moving. Yeah. yeah so I was going to say, like, I feel like, I mean, I've been to a couple in my life, um, and they're always fun because you just walk in and you're like, it's like, um, you can go to a bunch of, like, Chinese restaurants, and they always have, like, the weirdest genres of music playing, and they're never, like, actually Asian music. It's always, like, mm-hmm. you know, Dale's hits from, like, 2010. Yeah. But it's like, you go to any Mexican restaurant, and if you hear... I, See, I, I never got this. People hate mariachis, like when they come up to the tables and stuff. I love it. I love <laughs> mariachis. Yeah, you gotta if you enjoy it. Yeah, and normally people are like, "Don't interrupt yeah. me." So yeah, see, a lot of people are like, "No, I don't want this to come up to me." I'm send them my way then. Why when not? when we were on my brother's bachelor trip, um, we were walking on Playa de Carmen. We were walking on the big street. I can't think of the name of the street. And a mariachi band walked up to us. It was like, "Can we?" Like, do you want us to follow you around for X amount of time? And we're like, well, like, what do you charge per hour? And they're like, I think they were like 500 pesos. And we're like, (laughs) so nothing. (laughs) you're going to be coming around for a couple hours. So they were able to like walk to the beach with us, walk into different bars and they were playing the whole time. I loved it. It was the best like $25. I think that was my portion that I've ever spent. (laughs) But a lot of people, every time we walked in a bar, you saw a lot of like tourists being like, oh, (laughs) i've been trying to get away from these people for so long it's like go away uh my weekend was good friday i did absolutely nothing good um i watched oh no i actually watched the new mark Wahlberg movie on netflix spencer oh i watched that i liked it it was okay post malone and donald cerrone in the first opening scene came out of nowhere for me i didn't see that coming yeah but that was good um and then saturday we went out for my girlfriend's birthday we went to lottie's um john had the greatest line do you know what he said did he talk to anyone no okay good because i wanted this to be on the spot i was like i was gonna text you that night and i was like don't know this podcast material okay we get to the bar we walk up to the bar 
and he looks me dead in the eyes. He goes, it smells like home. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, for those of you that don't know him, he is studying for an engineering exam, so he doesn't go out anymore. But his favorite bar is Lottie's. And he hasn't been there in close to three, four months. Wow. And I loved nuts. it. And it was like, yeah, yeah. and you crazy. know him. So it's like, Whoa. how crazy is that? The guy that used to go twice a weekend. That doesn't sound right. So yeah. the fact that he just breathed in, breathed <laughs> on, he goes, it smells like home. I was dying. When is his, uh, when is his, his exam? It's late April. Late April. I think April 24th. Wow. I haven't seen him in Dude, he studies, months. he studies Jesus. eight hour each day on the weekends. It's terrible. I mean, it's good for him. Yeah. I mean, you got to study. Full eight hours. But yeah, it's crazy. Wow. But yeah, that, that Lottie's was cracking me up. Nick, we got you working or you want us to go at XFL? No, I think I'm working now. Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. All right, sweet. That sounds good. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how this editing goes. I want to try and use this maybe just for good. all of us at once. I think that would work. At some really point. Good. But like you said, in yeah. like if we're watching a game live or something like oh, that. I think like that's that, genius. It uh, would be really nice. Uh, my weekend was good. It was pretty relaxed because I was busy all of last week, every day, doing something different, uh, celebrating Kashmir Pulaski Day by drinking a lot of beer Polish. or <laughs> going to see, because uh, I'm Polish and that's what you do, um, going to see uh, my roommate Charlie perform on Thursday night in a band that he's in, uh, so various stuff like that. So then my weekend was pretty chill. I had a friend... Um, he and his wife, uh, their birthdays are within a week of each other, so they always do like a party um, for both of them. So we were hanging out with them at Tapster on Saturday, and that was a good time. Cool. It's a place where you can like yeah. get your own beers by the ounce and everything isn't like that. Like that little card thing that you yeah. Yeah, we, swipe or whatever. Yeah. Isn't it by the L? We used to live a block away from there, yeah. one block. Really? We go there all, all the time, literally eyesight. The one in Lincoln Park? Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right it's nice. And that one's good. I feel like there's other ones I've been to that are like really expensive per ounce. Like there's some that you can get if it's like 80 or 90 cents per ounce. It's like, oh, I poured five ounces and it cost me like $10. Yeah. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. But then they had some that was like 30, 40 cents. So you could get a full beer for a like normal price or yeah. cheaper and it was pretty good. Yeah. So they have a ton there. And you yeah. don't have to. St- you don't have to ask someone to bring it to you and yeah. feel bad about it. You can just go and get more beer. Yeah. yeah. And they got giant, giant Jenga. I have a fun video of Johnny destroying our giant Jenga. Oh, that does sound fun. L- losing, you mean? Yeah, he would be like, I have it. It's, you know, it'll go up on Insta. You're it's a monster. Great. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I, I've never been to the one in Lincoln Park. I went to one in Wicker that's very similar to that. Yeah, right by the Damon Stop. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking It's of. the exact same idea. Oh, Basically, perfect. Yeah. Cool. Have you ever been to a bar, and then we'll go into our sports talk. Have you ever been to a bar that does, like, the stock exchange thing? Where nope. it's like, it has all the prices going across the bar as a ticker. Uh-uh. And so it's like... They could have like PBR is the lowest. And so if people start buying PBR, it goes up by a quarter or two. <laughs> and then if no one's buying vodka, vodka will drop down. Oh, and then it's like, and then they do so um, cool. the one I that did. I went to in Iowa, they had a market crash. And the market crash was like, I, I couldn't tell you exactly when, but it was like a siren or a, a, like a, a bank run noise would happen. And then you'd all run to the bar and it would be a mystery shot all for a buck. That's <laughs> awesome. Wait, so are there any in Chicago? Yeah, there's a couple. Okay. It, it, what, what's it called? It's really cool. <laughs> it um, awesome. I think the one here is called the Exchange. Okay. The one in Iowa was called like the Exchange something. I think it was like the beer market, so it wasn't like the best name. But that's a cool idea if we're... That's really cool. That's yeah. Big um, let's get into sports talk. Let's do XFL first because I feel like we got a lot to cover. We'll touch on the fights, then we'll go to timeout. We got beer. We got Bears news too, by the way. Um, beer, we're going to start you off because you were the hottest 
out of anyone on this XFL. And so I want you to explain to even me, because I'm still confused of what the hell happened. So Yeah, it's it's kind of messed up. Um, the end of the Seattle Dragons game, I'm sure everyone knows about it. But because, you know, it was the Dragons, if, if roles were, were reversed and we beat the Houston Roughnecks like that, it would have, you know, it would have probably collapsed the league. Um, because they're undefeated. So uh, what happened was, very end of the game, uh, we're losing. B.J. Daniels did a pretty good job all game. Um, he was pretty dead by the end. Uh, he, You could tell that he was completely gassed out. And like it was his first professional start, two touchdowns. I don't blame him at all. I blame Zorn's play calling. But very end of the game, uh, P.J. Walker, who's the QB for the Roughnecks, um, he's trying to kneel the ball. They're up nine. So it's a one-possession game. And they've got, like, I don't know, 47 seconds left in the clock. They kneel it twice to get to fourth down, and they've got about five seconds left with the game. So what they have to do is they have to kill the clock, but if they are down before, you know, the zeros happen, it's a change of possession. So the clock automatically stops, and Seattle gets the ball. They were on about 25-yard line going out. Um, so it was their side of the field going in, they're kneeling and last play of the game, PJ Walker takes a snap, runs back a couple steps and then knees. And there's very clearly three seconds left in the clock. Clock runs out. They end the game and and like the announcers are going nuts. They're like, they need to stop. This It's one possession game. I'm so annoyed at the, just the dragons coaching staff. You guys are goddamn inept. You guys need to be washing damn clock and be fighting these refs to to goddamn death. Like, if I was a coach on that field and saw the time rundown, I would literally go it's like your hunting. Main job. Yeah, I would go hunting. Manage the yeah. team and what's going on around it. I would go yeah, hunting yeah. for you have Dumb. it's one possession game, and then so they let it end, and then we're like, what the heck is happening? Like, they need to play this last play. This is like it's got betting implications. Your league that focuses on betting, like you need to make sure you finish the games like in regulation. Okay, so. Everyone left, and they even, like, interviewed the head official that was, like, the supervisor, and he just didn't have anything to say. Like, he seemed pretty just clueless. He's like, yeah, so uh, it ended, and, yeah, so we ended regulation. And it was like, but there was three seconds left in the clock. He's like, yeah, there's really nothing we can do. He's like, they're literally in the locker room right now. Like, bring them back out here and finish the game. Like, he's like, we can't do that. So that guy got reassigned, a.k.a. probably fired, Fired. canned. And, like... If it was switched, we, you know, now the Seattle Dragons are one and four and didn't got, get an opportunity to tie the game. And if we would have beat the freaking Houston Roughnecks the same way, people would have lost their goddamn minds. So tough, tough, lo- uh, tough loss, really tough for the league. They, you know, I'll give the, I'll give the XFL credit though. They came out right away with a statement, um, it wasn't I mean, even a day later. It was like a few hours after the game, was, yeah. and they were like, hey, we fucked up, which is something that the NFL would never do. Ever. They would just say, oh, we're reviewing it, and then they'd wait a few weeks, and everybody would forget about it until yeah. the next thing happens. El Riveron would come out and say, like, oh, like, it was fine, like, whatever. It's like, no, it's yeah. not El Riveron. Like, Zach Miller, like, caught the ball and broke his leg and, like, killed his knee at the same time. He actually caught the ball. Screw yourself, El Riveron. Um, so, no, anyway, it was tough. That was, that was, like, the one moment where I'm like, this league's this league's dumb. Like I was almost done, like almost done with it. Um, I mean, I still in the, the dragons need their offensive coordinator back. It's kind of the same problems every single week, just different QB. We looked a little bit more at, looked a little bit more competitive, but 
Just um, working with what we have, but it's still not what it's supposed to be. BJ Daniels is not consistent at all. He's like a mobile QB that's like can run like a read option game and like can bait people into thinking he's running and then throw it. But like any timing throws, any out routes, this dude is missing. So like it's just it was tough to watch. We you could kind of tell why Silvers was preferred before because he could actually hit the medium and intermediate routes and. And yeah. deep routes and timing throws as well. BJ Daniels is kind of like, I'm going to get this with my legs. And then you saw in the fourth quarter, he was dead. Yeah. So. so quarterback by committee moving forward, or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, why not? Hey, it's working for Tampa Bay. Those, those Vipers guys now, they're are pretty dang good now. They they won. They, they, I think they three or no? No, they're, they're still one in, they're one in four, but they look way better than us now. Like, they just, the defense looks good. The running game looks good. They switch their QBs out. Like, they, they know what they're doing, so. Yeah, that was that was tough. So XFL, um, we'll see what happens this upcoming week. I'm like kind of just reserved at this point. Like yeah. unless like there's nothing, nothing's changing. Like I've we've been pointing out the same problems every week. Like yeah. I don't know what to say. And yeah, I actually tuned in like halfway through the through the game, and that was on accident. Yeah, uh, I was just at the gym. And the game was on. I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. You know, so that just kind of does speak to my attention that I'm start that I'm paying to the XFL compared to what two or three weeks ago. Um, it just feels like every game is very similar in terms of like pace and excitement and something different happening. Yeah. Um, but it just seems like a lot of interviews and a lot of the same stuff. They need to work out the balance, I think. But it's, I mean, granted, I, Seattle was down one possession. Yeah. Had the opportunity there, but the ref screwed it. Like these games are close because they upped the possession, uh, the points to nine for one possession. So everything is competitive, which is cool. Uh, what's going on with the Bears? Let's so bear, bear talk. Yeah, so Bears. Um, I didn't have anything specifically written up for this, but I saw a tweet today. Um, was like confirmed that the Bengals have given the Bears the okay to negotiate with like a sign and trade or trade and sign uh, for Andy Dalton. So they would need to negotiate how that would look and then put a potential trade to the Bengals to try to get them. I mean, no matter what, Dalton's going to get cut. It looks like Dalton is going to be on the Bears. That's what it's looking like. He's looking like the number one option. Bears seem pretty interested, but I'm excited. I mean, it's the yeah. Name someone. Name someone better. What we going to bring in? Famous Jameis who got LASIK and yes, he's exactly. (laughs) I mean, I I don't think he would. No, like especially when we got like locker room. He's one of those guys that is just X'd off because. Like we don't want to deal with anything in the locker room, so he's an he's an ex there. No, yeah, um, I guess you're right. I mean, Andy, Andy Dalton would be the best competition that for Mr. Brisky at least. Yeah, he's not going to. Gonna, I don't think he's going to go anywhere and start. I don't think he's got that. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because right now it's Tannehill and Brady, and then right. like Bridgewater are the top three. I think he's just an older guy that can be a mentor to Mitch, though. You know, like how much of a benefit is that going to be for Mitch? It, could help. I don't think it's going to hurt at all, and a little bit of competition wouldn't hurt him at all because, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have any competition from Chase Daniels. So yeah. if he gets that, plus a guy who's been in the league, he hasn't won any playoff games, but he still has been around for a while and has won a lot of games. Like, I see it as a benefit, and I just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, that like, was I like ginger Ryan, quarterbacks. So. <laughs> that was Ryan Pace's, like, one of his main priorities when he came out was basically just making competition at every single position. Yeah. And that obviously starts at quarterback, but that makes sense. I guess it makes sense. It's just not very sexy. Dalt, you, yeah. Even while we're talking about it right now, I keep 
this is this has been happening to me nonstop this entire off season. I keep going back and forth of who I want to bring in. And I do like Famous Jameis. I like that he got the eye surgery finally. It, it more blows my mind that he was playing with shitty eyes. But um, I do like Famous Jameis. I do like the excitement factory brings in um, because I like that I think he can do more chances knowing that the defense can back him up because I always have faith in our defense. But on the other side, I'm like even thinking about it while I'm talking. I like the idea of bringing in Andy Dalton mm-hmm. from the sense of veteran. Because I think both of them will give Mitch the, like the competition that he needs. But I believe that, I think, I think it's pretty obvious that Mitch still has a really good high percentage of being the starter week one. Yeah, he will. Oh, yeah. He, he should will be. be. He has to be. And so I, I don't think, um, Jameis will do any good as a backup. Whereas Dalton will do good as a backup. I like yeah, that. Right. If that makes sense. That does make sense, yeah. Yeah, so Andy Dalton, it's really interesting, right? If, if you compare the even the stats last year, I mean, Andy Dalton had a better year last year than Mitch, and he played on the like the worst team in football. So, like, oh, I, I'm like, at this 30, point... Yeah, I mean, 32 quarterbacks had a better year than Mitch. Well, yeah, it, well, it's it's really funny. Um, I was doing, I was looking back at, uh, like, comparing these stats. It's like, of... Of the 23 quarterbacks the past three years that started, like, a majority of the games, like, there's only 23 that have started a majority of the past three years. Mitch's, like, rating is, like, 22 out of 23. Like, he's just the shittiest of the shit. And then like his comparisons right now are looking like Jake Locker and, like, Josh Freeman. Jesus. And, like, this is, like, following the exact Jesus. same line as Josh Freeman. So, like, Josh Freeman had a crappy rookie year, had an incredible second year, way better. And then his third year, his defense fell out on him, and his offense got dang sucked. And then he, like, went 4-11, and did really, really bad, and then went into his fourth year, did not, kind of did a little bit better, but then went, like, this is just, went into his fifth year, had his last option, and I think he, they drafted Mike Glennon in the third round year before. He made it, like, two games, and then they put Glennon in. Like, it was just over. So it's, like, one of these things where, um, I think I think Dalton can come in. I think the Bears have a better chance of winning with Dalton playing QB based on like what I've seen. We'll we'll see what happens with Mitch. We'll see if he gets pushed. We'll see if he takes a step this offseason. I'm gonna still be optimistic to that. But uh we get week three, week four, nothing's improving. Get him out, get yep. put Dalton in. We know he's at least average and we can win with average. See, I'm uh, like the whole thing is like I, th- I've gone on record and said that the person that I want is Teddy Bridgewater. Costs way too much. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, but that's the thing is we got to think about someone most likely starting to be the backup. Like whoever we get is going to be our backup. We're not getting a quarterback to overtake Replace, Mitch. Right. Yes, yeah. there's going to be a competition. There's going to be you know you're going to hear the rumblings like oh you know if if Dalton gets on the thing you're going to hear like oh you know what. Dalton was hitting some passes. Like, maybe we got a competition, then Trubisky's going to take the field. So I'm thinking of who can actually help Trubisky. Because let's be honest, this is his last chance. Yeah. Right? I don't think oh, anyone yeah. after this year, even if he has, like, a mediocre season, I don't think you're going to see all of our fans slightly change tune and be like, you know what, give him another year. Sign him again. You're not going to hear that. He's got to make strides this year, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so I like someone that, at least in the backup, like Andy Dalton, that I trust him to be a backup, help Trubisky. But when it comes time that he needs to play, he's going to be on there. Because if you get someone like Jameis or Teddy Bridgewater, 
and put him as a QB or a QB two, like a backup, they're going to get frustrated. That's going to cause it's so Teddy's. Yeah. It's not going to help. No. Anyway. Like he's yeah. he's going to be signed as a starter. He's going to get paid twenty five to thirty. But that's million what I'm saying. Like yeah. even if for some reason we paid him all this money to be a backup, that's going to cause like fluster. It's going to stir everything up. Yeah, yeah. And that's the last thing the Bears need right now. Right. So I think Dalton is fine. I think that's safe. So keep in mind Monday. At 11, I think it's 11.59 a.m. is when the last second that they can franchise tag and then free agency opens at noon. So it's like, it's Monday is when it all goes down, guys. So you're going to start, just keep your Twitters open. Keep your keep the DMs keep open. Your, uh, yeah, Go keep down your in DMs. The DM. If you guys want to have any insider info and you want to share them to me so I can share it to the world, let me know. I'd love to do that for you. Um, I'm at ebeerman1 on Twitter. <laughs> Last thing before we get into UFC, what'd you guys think about Josh Norman to the Bills? I don't know if anyone That's saw fine. that. I, I mean, yeah, he's kind of washed up. He had a pretty crappy last year. It was and, a bad year. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Bills, Bills are really good, and they'll take another veteran corner that's solid for a one year. That's exactly what I was thinking. Is think of how good their defense was last year, and bringing yeah. in someone like you know Norman. I think that's a really good idea. They've already got Trey White, uh, Tre'Davious White, as their corner. And he's like a freaking he's incredible. So well, No, uh, I'm saying is like the veteran mindset. Like right. I think I think I didn't even realize how much this happened until like social media really started taking off with sports is how much the locker room and like the vibes in there and like the clear team captains. Oh yeah. It's like I think we noticed that super hard during the Bears this year when um Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Uh defensive lineman went down. Akeem Hex. Thank you. Like when he went down, you can tell that he had a presence in the locker room and on the field. They like got the people going. Right. It was him, Trevathan. You know what I'm talking about? I I feel like that's. Yeah. Akeem Hicks was, he's the bear in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm thinking that could be another thing. If you have another veteran in the locker room, like pumping up the young guys, giving them tips. Like even if you might not be able to do it yourself, you can give these tips. And I don't know. I think that's a cool idea. Yeah. But let's get into UFC. So UFC 248 was this week, and let's talk about the fight that everyone was talking about. It is Zhang Wei Li versus Yuana Yunjaychik. So it is. It was for the women's straw white. Sorry, straw white. Straw weight title. Uh, Wei Li is coming off of a 36 second knockout against the champion. She looked unbelievably dominant uh, versus a woman whose nickname is literally champion. People call her Yuana Champion. Her Mouth guard says champ. Her boxing gloves in practice say Joanna champ. So, I mean, and she was a champ for an extremely long time. Yep. And this turned out to be one of the best fights I have ever seen, hands down, not even close. 100%. Yeah. When was the last time they fought this? Uh... Who? Yeah, they fought before, right? No. No. Or no? No, this, this is, is their the first, first time, time they fought, time. yeah. Jesus Christ. So, it was, like, really interesting, fun fun stories that, you know, Zhang Wei Li, she... Uh, she came from China. She's like was trained in like Tai Chi, Taekwondo, like that type of stuff. And like normally, like a lot of Chinese athletes don't want to participate in MMA. So she actually like she kind of went away from it. Is kind of like leading the charge for China right now. And um, she's pretty dang incredible. I mean, her arms are freaking giant. And uh, she, I think she lost her first professional fight and then won the next like twenty. Yeah, so, she like, won her first one. Yeah. yeah. So she's had a streak, I think, of twenty nine wins at this point now. Well, no, she she lost her first fight. The very first one, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then oh, yeah. yeah. The right. 29 after yeah. all one. And my God, just, I've never seen people punch this fast for that long. 
yeah, men so, or women. It's just incredible how hard they were hitting each other and just I was seeing, unfazed. I was seeing some people that said like she was slowing down. I think she was slowing down a little bit in the third, but that fifth round, I don't know what the hell happened. Maybe like a smelling <laughs> salt in the corner, but she came out with like a clear second wind. And I like that at the weigh-ins, Joanna's trash talking to her and she like doesn't know a lot of English, but all she said was, shut up. And I love it. And the, <laughs> I miss that. And the whole arena goes nuts. Everyone's clapping because it's like funny. Um, I think what a lot of people I want to hear talking about is, before I get into how you guys scored the fight is, what people aren't taking into account is during this whole coronavirus, she's she lives in China. So as soon as this coronavirus hit, she had to leave. And so she went to Thailand. Then the coronavirus started going to Thailand. Then she had to go to Saudi Arabia. Or no, no, she went to Abu Dhabi. My bad. So think of that. Like think of your whole training camp. You're trying to get in your rhythm. This virus is like tracking you down. And like you got to pick up camp and leave. And those aren't like... I mean, those are different time zones. There's, you know, yeah, it's picking, a huge up, change. picking up your whole camp. And think of the difference of, like, training, being able to go home, sleep in your own bed, to, like, having to work out at, like, random gyms you've never seen before. Yeah, sleeping in a hotel, eating hotel food. It's like, because you don't have your kitchen. You don't. I'm sure she has, like, a, you know, a company that, like, makes her meals. But it's still, it's it's got to be different. You're up and moving, yeah. And then she, and then she went to, you know, America. And so I, I wonder how much of a toll that played. And I, I haven't heard anyone talking about that, but I was thinking, like, dude, that's got to suck. Well, so her trainer's an American, though. So, like, he probably is helping her out a lot. So, But I'm just saying, like, the always having to pick up and move and pick up and move, like, three different times, like, yeah, that you're must right. suck. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But, you know, I'm sure her team around her are working to make that they, transition as, as easy for her as possible. Right. Like, mentally, physically, so... How did you guys score the fight? Who did you think won? Well, I think I definitely think Sean Wei uh, won. So yeah. I, um, it first, was it was interesting. Yeah. The first couple rounds, like, like she looked good, but I know Joanna was like landing more. Oh, and yeah. That's yeah. when I was like, okay, so she's landing more. I'm like, honestly, like, like unless she knocks him out, like in these next couple rounds, and then Sean Wei came out really hard and kind of started had, blowing up her face. You and, don't see him picking up like speed and getting that second win after the third or even the second round, especially how she was taking those punches. Right. Dude, when Zhang do you was, ever see that? Never. When do you ever see never. someone that looks gassed really come back? I mean, it's only... Muhammad Ali's rope-a-dope. That's what, that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. She, she <laughs> rope-a-doped her. <laughs> well, um, he, I mean, yeah. But, um, but like, with this fight, how I scored it is I gave Ioana the first two. Yeah. I gave Whaley four. I had it, I couldn't tell with three, and then five I thought was clearly. Uh, so I thought it all came down to that third round. The reason I gave it uh, Wei Lee is because of the damage. Oh, yeah. Like, I understand Ooh. that you can outpoint someone, and I, I know that that is a part of the game, and it, you've got to go round by round, and it's not, you know, overall damage. But when it's uh, that close of a fight, right? I mean, it, just look at their faces right here. So it's just like, Wei Li looks beat up, but literally, Joanna looks like... Megamind. Also, when people are like, oh, I wonder if she's going to go to the hospital after this. I was saying, skip the decision. Text her if she won or lost. Take her to the hospital. Take her now, she doesn't yeah. look good. Yeah. yeah, It looked like she was about to pop, like just release fluid. And no, I'm glad you said that too, because at the end of round five, they were still swinging like it was round one. It was incredible. And that's when I asked myself, well, if they went one more round, 
you know, who's going to make it till the end? And it wasn't going to be Joanna. Yeah. No, I mean, the I, physical state that she was in, she could barely open her eyes at that point. I, I wouldn't have been mad at a draw. I wouldn't have been that I wouldn't upset. have been mad. Me neither. But, again, like you said, the damage itself. Was, I get that. I wouldn't scary. have been mad at a draw because I kind of want to see this again. Oh, man, yes. Rematch. This would be awesome. I, I missed mean, it, it, so I would love to see it a rematch. It was such a good fight. It was amazing. Yeah, and was really this good. was the only one we caught, too. Yeah. I turned it on, and they were, like, starting to fight. I'm like, oh, God. Like, I, I remember watching, like, I a just, pregame thing yeah. for this fight. I'm like, dude, it's, I wonder how good this fight will be. And we're both like, holy shit. We we're couldn't like, stop. Yeah, we were supposed to go to the uh, to the bar, or, like, right away. And then yeah. we stayed another half hour. We, we hid to, in my room out. and watched it on my computer because we didn't want to go talk to everybody outside. And, like, Jenny was, like, laying in bed because she had to go to, like, drill the next day and like and me and johnny are sitting there like we're sitting there watching this fight like by ourselves <laughs> it was God, so good was though awesome. the saddest part then is the yoel romero and israel adesanya fight stunk snoozer like straight up snoozer yeah i didn't watch it it was just and i know that it takes two people to tango and yeah you know styles make fight and everything and they're both counter punchers but you would think someone would have to do something they were, and yeah. one of the things that i want to talk about is the ref Dan Mergulata, I don't know if I pronounced that right, but he is like a well-respected ref. He's been getting a lot of flack because during it, he was telling them, like, hey, guys, you should fight. Give this or give something the judges can judge. Right. So yeah. you got to do something to get the judges to judge. And a lot of people were shit-talking him, like, hey, you're not allowed to talk about that. You don't know how dangerous this is. In my mind, that's him being honest. He's saying, hey, this is a close fight. If you guys aren't fighting... You don't know what's going to happen because it's so close, and if nothing happens, what are they going to judge it on? Yeah, then you're going to be upset for whatever the decision is. Right. But yeah. nothing happens. It's yeah. more of a challenge. Like take yeah. take it into your own hands. Like do yeah. something. Like make something happen. You know, kind of a thing. Rather than not trying to be like, oh, m- make this entertaining for everybody. It's like this fight's up for grabs. You need to do something though, or right. else the judges aren't going to give it to you. And, and that's what happens in boxing too. In boxing, they always tell them, "Go, you need to hit each other. Like you have to." Well, boxing also has uh, one of the rules after Golden Gloves. After you get out of Golden Gloves, it's supposed to be that you are you have to be going one way. So if someone's coming forward, you're allowed to go backwards. If you're going forward, it's another person's allowed to go backwards. You're not allowed to run. Actually, it's a penalty and a one-point deduction. And if you get, you, get, uh, you get one warning, then it's a point deduction. Then you get a two-point deduction, and then it's completely done. So, I mean, I'm not saying that, that they should make that rule in UFC because UFC is a very different sport. It's very different, yeah. But it just it was a snooze to us. I personally had uh, Romero winning. I thought he did enough to win. Um, he does bursts. So he wasn't fighting all the time, but he, he got those bursts in there, and I liked it. The only thing I didn't get is why the hell didn't he wrestle? This guy's an Olympic yeah. medalist. I don't know why he didn't wrestle. Um I don't know. And then his his speech at the end, I mean, it takes two to tango, so he could have pressured more. Israel could have pressured more when he's like, you know, he's a counterpuncher, and he kept saying, like, oh, we're gladiators. He should be coming into me. It's like, you can't say that. You can't, exactly. Because you could have moved forward. He's also a counterpuncher, so he wanted you to go forward. (laughs) Don't take any blame here. And that's what happened is they were expecting, they had wild expectations of each other that just didn't come into fruition, and they didn't have any game plan after that. It sounds like they were both scared of each other. No, I think they were just being cautious. I, mean, I do think you, do you see a veteran like that is just a big, bulky monster like Yoel. He's I mean, he didn't go be, in on him. I would he's be very scared to even wrestle him. But this 42? guy didn't go in on him. He yeah. ain't 42. Yeah, you can That guy's a 50-year-old Cuban man looking like he's chiseled out of marble. I wouldn't go at him. No, he's, he's terrifying. He's an absolute monster. And then Israel, on the other hand, I mean, 
He's just so skilled and so raw, which is also in his reach. It was ridiculous compared to yours. So again, there's just both of them being cautious and just. I didn't like both of them boring. making excuses of why they didn't interact. Yeah, I agree. It's like that's just boring for everyone. Just stupid. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into over that. T- let's get into timeout. Timeout. On the podcast. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay, we are going to start off with some food ones this week, and we are going to go to the International House of Milkshakes because IHOP is coming out with multiple cereal, pancakes, and milkshakes. They are Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cap'n Crunch, and Lucky Charms, and they all look fantastic. Everybody's getting in on the Cinnamon Toast Crunch game right now, it seems like. It seems like every week we've got a new like version of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm-hmm. And it's Cap'n Crunch Berries, and that's my favorite cereal, so I'm always down. I think a Cap'n Crunch Berries milkshake will be insane. Also, did you know that I have sold milkshakes? No. Nope. I yeah, mean, it sounds like I. a diner that would definitely sell milkshakes. Yeah, for sure. It's like it, and it, it's one of those places that probably has it, but you probably haven't gotten it. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love all their marketing. I don't know if they've done any marketing around this, but when they did the whole IHOP thing, um, International House, House of, of burgers, burgers, right? I tested their burgers. How was it? Going on. Were they good or? Yeah, they're fine. I mean, I, I was mostly testing just people's reaction to IHOP and how seriously everyone was taking it. What uh, so what was, what pancake are you going for, and what milkshake are you going for? I'm capping crunch on both. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Pancakes and Canton Crunch Milkshake. Yeah, I'm Cinnamon Toast Crunch Pancake for sure. I don't know, milkshake? I don't know if I want all those chunks in the, in my milkshake, you know? Like, I'm if I'm trying to drink this through a straw, Crunch Berry's just going to get stuck in there. And it's well, gonna they're going to keep... be blended up. Oh, they're blended up? It's all blended. Yeah. It's all blended. Yeah, it's a milkshake, oh. yeah. Well, so same with the cinnamon toast. You're, crunch. you're imagining soggy cereal, and that's not. Yeah, what you're, that's, that's what not. What that's not what you're drinking. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> just I'm picturing them just loading up a whole bunch of Captain Crunch into a blender and just <laughs> whirring it up, and now you've just got a bunch of powder. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, and that's in your milkshake. It's like, yeah, that sounds delicious. Um, yeah, I'm, I was gonna say I'm it's like the them. it's like the last yeah. bit of powder at the bottom of the cereal yeah. box. Yeah. And you, I'm out on the milkshake. Nobody wants. I'm I'm, cl- I'm gonna go plain chocolate milkshake because I'm. Weird like that. Get out of here. My beer, what do you think? <laughs> Give me Cap Crunch for both. Cap Crunch for both, definitely. Oh, perfect. So yeah. we agreed. Yeah, absolutely. So, it's not even a question. Yeah. I mean, I like Screw Cinnamon Toast you, Crunch, Nick. but... Well, that makes no <laughs> sense. There's li- there's Nutella and peanut butter in those. I could put crunch. Nutella on the Cap'n Crunch one. Really? You're going to put Nutella on Yeah, you can. Berry Cap'n Crunch it's, pan- pancakes. It's cereal. That doesn't It'd be sense. fine. Really? What do you mean it doesn't make sense? You're going to put Nutella, chocolate, and berries... Yeah. Yeah. As much as I love Cap and Crunch, that's a crazy that's move. Weird. But I like also don't like crepes. Nutella. It's like you're having crepes. You have the you have the like the strawberries and Nutella. You can't tell me that's like sweet and Nutella don't go together. No, Come that's on. Fair, but that's fresh fruit. Well, it's I mean <laughs> Cap and Crunch is basically fruit. That is not, not fresh fruit. It's not fresh fruit. <laughs> have it's you ever had basically, chocolate covered strawberries? Delicious. Yeah. Chocolate covered Cap and Crunch? Wait, wait, wait. Are you wait, kidding wait, me? Now, that doesn't sound good. Wait, time out. You kind of just agreed with him. No, I said fresh fruit. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was like, I was like, you just agreed with him. I mean, I think it could work. Why not? I, mean, I don't it's, know. It's, no. I mean, you're putting... I'm just saying... putting cereal on pancakes. It's it's probably going to be pretty decent. Yeah. The right answer is cinnamon toast crunch. Let's, let's keep going. Okay. So next we got <laughs> Bill Clinton came out and talked about the famous Monica Lewinsky. Oh, yeah. And he said <laughs> that he got the blowjob in the Oval Office was just to help with his anxiety. 
<laughs> so once Gosh. again, right? And She's once such again, a good helper. You know? <laughs> we have a candidate for Mister Relatable because um, I'm sure we all do this right as soon as you get into uh, the Oval Office. A little like <laughs> anxiety. Out, right. So it's like, oh, I don't know if we're gonna make the podcast this week. Let me get in my secretary to come in and blow me in the most powerful <laughs> office in the world. Right? Isn't that? Isn't I'm really stressed. My job is really <laughs> stressful right now, so I'm gonna go and cheat on my girlfriend and. Have someone have my intern blow me? In, yeah, in the old office. Is not doesn't doesn't everyone do this? I thought this was just a thing. The best part is that he has a wife, so it's yeah. like he still has right a wife right now. Yeah. He like he like has a wife that he's like sleeps with. So it's like great. It's like you know what my anxiety. And then I wanted I wanted someone to ask him like, oh, what about your wife? And he's like, oh no, she's got anxiety too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I heard that like they were asking like Hillary about it, and she was just like, I I always thought it was one of those you know it's one of those power couples where they uh they each have their own mistress. Well, it's yeah, it's like House of Cards. <laughs> House of Cards, yeah, yeah, it's totally House of Cards for the name, right? Yeah. But no, it, apparently she was just like, yeah, like it happened. It's something we wanted to move past, and like just wanted to stick with them. I was like, whoa, okay, so and. I I mean she could be BSing, but apparently they you know they're still pretty happy together. So I, this was in 1998. It was 22 yeah. years ago now. Mm-hmm. We're still talking about it. He's still bringing it up on news, on news talks. Was he talking about it with Bill Maher or something? Like <laughs> this, this, this is never this this will never literally never go away. Well, yeah, he like, got impeached for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's got to BJing and got impeached. Yeah. Well, no, you got to do this. You worth gotta, it. You got to remember, he's getting old. He's starting yeah. to forget about his fantasies. If he doesn't keep bringing them up, he's going to lose it. He's going to just forget forever. If you guys don't follow Monica Lewinsky on Twitter, she's an incredible like personality on Twitter. She's completely reinvented herself and like embraced it all. So if you I give her credit. Do you, you think know? how many people with anxiety just DM'd her? Oh, oh Monica, man. I'm so stressed out for finals. Yeah. <laughs> I have a wife, but that's boring. Oh, Monica. <laughs> it's, it's honestly the, the craziest thing to bring up. It's just, you know, um, man, you know, it's just a bunch of rough nights. Just the economy even... had its first surplus ever, and, uh, <laughs> you know, everything was going too well, and I was just worried about it getting down, so I was like, got to come on your blouse, you know. Oh, the internet was coming out, <laughs> yep. you know, had to, you know. And then you have people <laughs> like, oh, like JFK uh, slept with Marilyn Monroe in the White House. Like, why don't people still bring that up? Uh, one, he's dead. I uh, got assassinated, um, yeah. so you kind of don't speak ill of the dead. And yeah. two, let's be honest, that's way more dope than <laughs> just getting your dick sucked by like an intern. It's like when it's like that South Park thing, which like where everyone would be like, "Oh, gross, he's cheating on his wife," and then like, "Oh, Marilyn Monroe, nice, nice." nice. <laughs> nice. Can I tell? <laughs> can I tell a quick Bill Clinton Hillary joke? You may. Uh, this is the appropriate show. Sure. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> So Bill Clinton's about to go on a trip in the early 2000s. He's saying goodbye to Hillary, and he goes, Hillary, whatever you do, do not look under this box. Look in this box underneath the bed. So he leaves, and she's like, well, now i got to look at the box. Oh, yeah. So he opens, she opens the box, and she sees $5,000 in cash and three Coke cans. And so she's like, what the fuck is this? So he gets back from his trip. And she goes, Bill, i got to confront you. I looked in the box, and he's like, oh, my God. Uh, okay, let's talk about it. And she's like, um, what the hell is the deal with the Coke cans? 
and she's and he goes, okay, I didn't want to bring this up, but we'll talk about it. Um, I every time I've cheated on you, I put a Coke can in this box. She goes, okay, three times. Thought it was gonna be more. That's fine. Yeah. And she goes, okay, we're fine. And then she goes, wait, one more thing. What was the five thousand dollars in cash? He goes, oh. Uh, when the box filled up with Coke cans, I traded them in for 25 cents a pop. Yeah, that's a good one. Good times. Um, Man, Bill is looking weathered. He's looking old. Yeah, he does look old. You're telling me, like, he's not happy with himself and he goes on a thing. Also, it's going to get to a point where he's going on these interviews and want to talk about it, and people are just going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> we know. It just happened. Yeah. It happened. Okay. Yeah. He's still bragging about it. Oh, your anxiety, Bill. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, let's get into our next one. There is now coming out. I'm sure Johnny knows about this secret dragon himself. Big Mac is coming out with a Big Mac, or McDonald's is coming out with a Big Mac with not one, not two, not three, but four patties. Oh, man. That's more than the uh, the Baconator or whatever Wendy's has. They've got the triple. Never mind. Okay, four patties. Okay. I mean, yeah, you got to. I always thought the bread was a little much on a Big Mac. To be honest, I mean, the, if you're gonna do four patties. I mean, yeah. four patties. That, now it's that not. That is very appropriate now, because yeah, I feel like that middle middle bun just kind of it's too thick. It's a little too much. Yeah, but no, this is necessary. I think I'm skeptical about the uh, stability of the quad mac. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm in the car eating, which is usually how I'm eating my McDonald's, uh, I need something that's going to be relatively stable that I can set in the box in between. Yeah, the infrastructure. Bites, yeah. yeah. There's no good yeah. infrastructure. Everything's slipping all over the place. The extra bun isn't enough to keep it in place. I, I don't think this is going to hold up. Maybe the extra Big Mac sauce will keep the integrity. Uh, it's, kind of like, it's kind of like a glue. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a saucy Even, kind could, of thing. Yeah, that could be, that could be I it. I feel like every time I've ever eaten a Big Mac, it just falls apart. It always shambles. falls apart. It's every slips. single time. It it's slips. not even like like, it's like the regular Big Mac wasn't designed well. Like They're just kind of like, let's I don't think, throw some extra meat on. Let's I don't think doubling happens. it is going to help me at all. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We don't know. This is going to be a fork that works and for us. You gotta, you works gotta, for us when we're betting. you got to double like, it. Unhinge your jaw like a python <laughs> in order to be able to get your mouth around it. You know. How are you going to bite into that? My thing is, it's probably going to be pretty decent. It probably I mean, be good. I'll still eat it. Is it already out? Um, I'm not sure. Like, but a Big Mac? Like, I have a Big Mac probably once every couple of years, and every time I have it, I go, hmm, yeah, that's pretty good. It's good. Once that's every couple of years? I actually, it's probably been a, yeah. over Because if, if I go to I've McDonald's, I'm a classic McChicken, McDouble, medium fry, done, out the door. McDouble mag sauce and... Yeah, spicy McChicken. Yeah, I'm that. I'm at that every time. I guess it's I get that. Simple. I just go to McDonald's a decent amount. Like whenever I'm in the airport, like getting ready to fly somewhere, if it's not like morning and I don't want a bagel, I'm usually getting a Big Mac Ooh, before I get see, on a no, plane. So if I go to McDonald's at an airport, I'm getting two uh, sausage burritos and a hash brown. I'm a happy camper. Okay. Yeah. That's good. When I'm in the airport, I just go and get alcohol. And I don't. That was like <laughs> McDonald's was like when I was a kid. It's like now I need a Bloody Mary or else I can't fly. So. Oh do you get really nervous flying? No. Oh. Do I you just, need? Do, I don't do you need do it. it. To, to do you fall need to sleep br- or you just enjoy the feeling of being a little bit buzzed on a plane? Or? I well, do you don't have, need it. He just doesn't like the feeling of being sober. But on the plane. I <laughs> need it. Could you imagine he gets on the plane with anxiety? presses the button she's like oh my god he probably wants a bloody mary and he comes over and he goes stewardess i'm so sorry um i have terrible anxiety and then he just starts on <laughs> he's like yeah. bill clinton told me that this would work yeah <laughs> work for the president himself yeah, i'm yeah. not saying i need alcohol but i need it so if that's uh, the mer- it's a good thing to admit on <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, if the quadruple Big Mac doesn't exist yet. Um, no, we'll wait. Make shift. We'll wait. Well, well, I, I'm hungry now, though. So. Now we'll just ask for we'll the extra after. patties on it. Yeah. yeah. We'll Say, do that. I, I went to McDonald's on Sunday, and if I had seen it then, I definitely would have gotten it. Yeah, we're that. doing it. And, yeah. I, and I was driving, too. We have to I, test I, it. I was coming back. I played golf on Sunday. I was coming back. So it was like. How'd it go? Oh, it was good. It was best round of the year. <laughs> was it your first round? Yeah. Yeah, I killed it. What'd you shoot? Uh, like a 101 or something like that. I didn't so even know you played good. golf. Yeah. This is a surprise. Uh, how has that never come up? You should golf. You should come uh, on the golf trip. <gasps> we literally need oh, uh, one spot. When is it? August. August eighth. All right, we'll talk about it. Six. Eighth. Yeah. I think, I, eighth. I think I'm busy that weekend. I'm just kidding. When is it? I think, <laughs> oh, <I'm busy>. wow. <laughs> I think it is August eighth. Okay, let's get into our last one, and then let's hit them with the rank. So this is my favorite story. That's why I saved it to last. Talk about a good revenge story. I love a good revenge story. <clears throat> A man dumped his fiance and said that she's just too fat to be his wife. She then spent the next year losing 112 pounds. Nice. And then yes. one Miss Great Britain. Wow. Oh my Pull up. Pull up. God. Pull up. That is awesome. Dude, talk about an insane comeback revenge story. That's the best comeback. Revenge. That is actually the impressive. best revenge is living well. For real, though. Like, do you remember her name? It um, it works. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's her. her. Yeah, wow. that's wild. That's so freaking funny. Jen Adkin Wilkinson. Um, dude, that is so sick. I was reading it and I was like, "That's insane." I guess literally one day her fiance came home. It was like a couple months before the the wedding, and she literally said um, that her fiance walked in the door and was like, "I just decided like." You're too fat. I'm unattracted to you, and I'm leaving you for another person. Sounds like a real. And then piece she of went shit. out. Look at what, her. Wow. <laughs> what a transformation. I mean, 112 yeah. pounds she lost. It's it's the best revenge. I mean, that is. Dude, and she looks like a straight up smoke. She looks great like for her. It's the best revenge is when you you do so well, they come crawling back, and you're just like. Mm. And how great is it that she won Miss Britain? Because that's like the whole. So I looked it up. The, the whole entire country. country yeah. Uh, it was on. It was on like their Fox, so it was like broadcasted everywhere. She was on. She won it. Went on a bunch of talk shows. So that guy's morning commute is fucked. <laughs> Could you imagine waking up? You got your bowl of, you know, you got your pancakes of Cap'n Crunch berries, and you're sitting down, and it's just Seven your girlfriend smoking hot, t- talking about her story of how she left you, and now that she she won a beauty competition. That's a crazy transformation, man. Wow. She's a country singer, apparently. It's the greatest for being too fat. Incredible. Well, hey. I you wonder know. what this guy looks like, actually. Not as good as her. So, yeah, <laughs> is, his, is his name out there? How much shit is he getting? Think of his friends ribbing on him right now. How many people do you think are asking him, like, uh, I'm gonna take a stab at her, huh? Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide into those DMs, see if she wants to go get coffee. Yeah, I, I don't think we're gonna find his name. No, I bet you didn't put it. I out mean, there. do you stay friends with the guy after he does that to his fiance? Uh, no. I, I, no. Think, I, I think <laughs> no. I'd have. I think I'd be like, dude, that's, there's no going back to that because you don't thank him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. thank him for like, because if you this happened, no. I'm trying to think of his perspective. He's probably you know. 
explained it as you just fell out of love and just, you know, don't care. No, it came I down would to love you. if he's fat. Like, yeah, like he's done now. Like, yeah. I don't know. He probably will still be coming up with excuses why he could easily get her back, but decided not to. So that's just dumb. Poor guy. But hey, good stuff. Good, good stuff for her. Um, She's kicking butt. Dude, that's, I mean, that's insane. I mean, that's a crazy transformation. Um, that's she, the ultimate she, motivation. She's a smoke. And she even admitted, like, she did this to get back at him. Oh, yeah. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Easy, Johnny. Uh, Whoa, I mean, dude, she, yeah, yeah, she's like a model. Now. It's like she's Miss Great Britain or something. It's like she's attractive. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's crazy. Ooh, like, scroll back up with the shirt. Can I say that's something crazy. real quick that, that might hit like or a miss? third yeah. of a person, at least. It's kind of lucky for her that, like, baggy clothes are really back. Because she doesn't even have to shop. She gets to just wear old, her her yeah. old clothes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's super hot now. Whoa. Yeah. It's like she won a beauty contest or something. I don't know. Crazy. Um, okay. Yeah. So isn't that just an insane revenge story? Yeah. Love it. I you know what I say? Good one. Make a rom-com about it. Oh, yeah. There Ooh. will be one. Wouldn't that be a really good one? And then she like falls in love with some like millionaire at the very end. Call it Revenge. I don't know. A best <laughs> like dish served salad. In like red <laughs> cursive, like revenge. Revenge. Yeah. There we go. That's a great title. We're really getting to the By point. By Quinn Tarantino. <laughs> Could you imagine if Tarantino did it? Yeah. At the end, she would just kill her boyfriend with like the craziest bullet barrage of all time. They have the, what's her name from Kill Bill? Um... Uma Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman yeah, train her to go kill her ex-husband. That's Kill great. Bill. Kill Bill 2, killing a different Bill. Okay, let's get into the rank Jesus before Johnny loses his <laughs> Johnny, yeah. breath right Turn here. it off. What? Um, let's go to the rank, and then I got a little secret for you two, just you two. Um, but let's get into the rank. So the rank this week is because it's dur- uh, it's Lent. A lot of people do Lent, even if they're not Catholic, religious at all. Yeah. It's like a big thing now. A lot of people are doing it. So ours is going to be, we're going to rank the best things to give up for Lent. Uh, Nick, you want to start? Uh, come back around because I haven't come up with my rank yet. I didn't arrive prepared. I didn't really get what you meant by best things to give up for Lent because there's no good thing to give up for Lent because we're supposed to give up for Lent. It's supposed to be something tough. I went like best hardest thing. Best hardest. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of pick some things that I've given up in the past, including this year. Uh, bread completely. That one sucked. Red meat. That was the worst. Sweets. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Masturbation. Wow. Oh, he, he went there. <laughs> wow. He went there. Scan the room. I'll be completely honest with you. I did it one Lent. It wasn't as tough after like a couple of weeks. Honestly, you just got to get over the hump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's only like five weeks, Unintended. right? You got to get over weeks. that two-day hump. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you got, beer? So, yeah, I, I did uh, the rank for what things could i just like i should give up for lent but like i just can't um so right now i'm giving up sweets with johnny uh it's like a you know i didn't know you were doing thing. that well yeah i kind of or i said ice cream didn't i i think that's ice what cream I, yeah, yeah. Oh. that's a um, i didn't know you were doing that yeah. Yeah. no that one's hard um, that's one. yeah well whatever it's not too bad not compared to this list um so number four beer alcohol my my favorite thing beer no just can't do that can't give up just beer. No, that's crazy. I um, thought that was going to be your his name. Number one. Yeah, that's your number name. four. Yeah, it is my name, and it's not even my number one thing. I would well, you didn't give up. give it up, of course. Yeah. So number three would be bad making bad decisions. It'd be really, really hard to give up making bad decisions. It would be so much easier if you did your number four, though. 
Like if you gave up drinking, it would be a lot easier to. <laughs> it probably would. Fewer. You would yeah. make a lot yeah. better decisions. Yeah. No, I have to make general. good decisions while drinking, which is just that's, almost impossible. That's a juxtaposition. I mean, that's just in and of itself. That's but simple yeah, math. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't add up. Um, number two, it's kind of like beer, but hard alcohol. I just can't. Come up. <laughs> I like that. There's something between beer and hard alcohol. Right, right. It's <laughs> like bad decisions isn't as you know. Isn't as important as alcohol to me, so it's just kind of like okay. spreads out like that. And then number one, can you guys guess what my number one is? I would guess beer. So um, football, Some, football, there football. You go. Yeah. Anything football related, I just have to stop, which is <laughs> be impossible. Yeah. I mean, no, that's yeah. not it's the draft. No chance. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the, like the one person I know that watches the draft. Which oh, is gotta it? watch it. <laughs> it's next month. Why not? Gotta watch it. Yeah. Uh, my list was a number four online shopping, specifically Amazon shopping. Oh, that you don't is include, a hard one. You don't include shoes in that, like shoe shopping. No, I didn't. Oh yeah, no, I, I, would. Any, I would say like I, would. I say like I feel like you get a decent amount of those. But I normally like buy them at stores or meet up with people. Oh, okay. Is that considered online shopping? No, I I'm talking to like Amazon. Yeah, like, Amazon, dude, my parents yeah. got a bad problem. I run our it's like my Amazon every day. I'm getting an email confirmation that they bought something. So I thought of that. Number two is, or I'm sorry, number three is fast food. That's hard. Fast yeah. food is hard. I did that one year. Um, except I didn't count Pertillo's as fast food. Well, no, that's fast casual food. Because I didn't, because I, Pertillo's growing up was right. always like our our family's Lent meal on Fridays. We'd yeah. always go there. You get your bowl of pasta. Get the pasta. Yeah. You get like some fish, and it was always really good. Number two is going to be sweets, and then number one is going to be booze. Mm. Booze is a hard one, and that even like that's like a glass of wine, any beer. I'm talking cold turkey for forty straight days. That'd be that'd be hard. Impossible. Jesus Christ. It's just hey, hey. No. <laughs> while while we're talking about Lent. Uh, okay, Nick, do you have any? Uh, I mean, I guess it would be a reiteration of a lot of the things that you guys said because you gave me a lot of ideas. What are your vices? Um, yeah. <laughs> what do what you need? Vices? What do I absolutely need? Uh, number four would probably be. A, this is just top of mind because I've been doing it lately. Is smoking cigarettes, which I don't usually do very often, but. Once you get on the kick of just buying one pack <laughs> and you just get going, and my roommate's into it too now, so we're now oh, like, that's, like oh, when, no. that's the kicker. When right I there. when I get yeah. home tonight, he's gonna be like, Dart. And I'll be like, Yeah. So that that's hey, number four. Say it's, really no. bad. it's really bad for you. Just say um, no. Just say no. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three, it would probably be booze. Um, any booze of any kind. Uh, number two, I gotta think of something for number two. Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Well, number one was going to be just eating out in general. Like I yeah. eat out like fast food or like on the weekends, I'm usually like eating out meals with people like that would be impossible to give up because then like I, I like enjoy going to a meal with somebody else right. and like spending time with yeah, them that way or like having yeah. a beer, a drink and food with them like to not be able to do that and have to be like, oh, you have to come to my apartment or I have to go to yours in order to just have that, that interaction with like yeah, it would that, be impossible. That doesn't make sense. That's even going to be harder the older you get cuz every every year like every time I like realize that like I'm really getting older is when it's like, hey, we should just go to like a nice dinner. It's like that we be our night. We could do that. We could, yeah. yeah. You know, and yeah. it's like that's fun now. It's oh, like yeah. You get like eight people at a dinner. You're having fun. You talk. You tell stories. And then like you go home, have a couple of drinks. So that's nice. I'm um, sorry. Yeah. Keep going. Though. Yeah. You're right, though. Like like now versus like three or four years ago, like the number of dinners I go out to and like that's my weekend is like 
exponential. Mm-hmm. Like I usually that's that'll be like a weekend. Because when you were like, twenty, you didn't do it. No, twenty would, you wouldn't be like, hey, twenty would be like this. Hey, we should go to El Hardin, chug multiple margaritas, and then go straight to the bar. Yeah, or yeah, it's like use it as a pregame exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely goes exponentially up. So that would be the the toughest. Number two, um, I don't know. What was something when you guys said like red meat or, or yeah, like, oh. Still like, connects to eating out Los Trace Ponchos. Yeah. Give that up. Dude. <laughs> that is so that, good. I love yeah. Los Trace Ponchos. Oh, really I, would, I would never be able to give up Nick Los Trace Ponchos. <laughs> you'll you'll oh. be able to give up eating out, but you won't be able to give up Los Trace Ponchos. <laughs> well, Los Trace Ponchos is number two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be there really you go, tough. Uh, I haven't had it in probably a couple of weeks. Now I got to go get it. Okay, before we do the outro, I wanted to let you guys know this. So you know the chant you guys do for when someone's drinking and like your friend group? Yeah. 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 Uh, would you like to explain it real quick? Would you like to sing it? Um Why? Beer. It goes it starts with a very low wee and you build in. We like to drink with Joe because Joe is our mate. He, he drinks, drinks in moderation, moderation and that is why he's great, great, great. great. And then you start chanting great until, until he finishes, until he finishes it or if he's too slow, and then you, you cut it short and go, pussy, put Public like, shaming. Yeah, public yeah, shaming, as, yeah. shame, throw things, shame, yell. Shame, yell. Yeah, shame. Really loud in the face. Yeah. Right, right. Uh-huh. Did you know that that is a over 100-year-old slogan of a European soccer team? Just a little different. Sing it. So it's supposed to go... It's very, very similar. So it would be like, we like to drink with Joe because Joe is our mate. And when he when we drink with Joe, he takes it down in eight, seven, six, five, oh, cool. four, three, two, one. And you have to finish your pint in that eight seconds or you buy everyone in the squad around. Well, I knew that it was a thing yeah. when we were doing our float trip. And we started singing we, it, or they started doing it. Like there, were, there were a whole, just a completely different pack of girls. We were in the river, yeah, yeah. in our, our little thing, and we're floating down. And then I don't know who started it, but no, oh, someone. I think someone threw me a beer or something from their group. And then the two girls are like, "We like to drink." I was like, "Wait, what?" And then everyone like lost their shit we in our group, just combined, yeah, and awesome. they were like, "You know the chant," and I'm like chugging it. It's a good time. <laughs> so, it was, it was awesome. So that yeah. is the old. I guess it's over a hundred year old slogan. Keeping wow. the tradition alive. So how funny is I that? Love it. And I, I like your guys as well. I like this one as well. I, like I think that. they're both in thing, but they do it for like food. They do it for anything. Oh, okay. So it's like if you just got like a big, uh, I was watching like a little like thing on it, and it's like say you get like a big plate of like fish and chips, they would do that. And it's yeah, like they're supposed to like serve oh, them, like God. That's, so <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> That's so mean. Um, but yeah, Wait, how does it go? It, so it goes. We like to drink with Joe Johnny. Because oh, Johnny is our mate. We like to drink with Johnny because Johnny is our mate. And when we drink with Johnny, it takes it down in eight, eight seven, six, six five, four. four. Did it. Good job, dude. <laughs> All right. That was a good one. I didn't that was a strawberry Bud Light seltzer that he just opened earlier in the podcast. I really just wanted to try it. There's a reason why I only took a sip of it when I cracked it. I know. Okay. It must be really good. You're welcome. Thank you guys for listening. Um, we still are on Music Month, so we'll have that once a week. We will promise not to skip another week if we can help it. Um, yeah, and we're doing everything that we can. Hopefully the XFL starts kicking up. Hopefully Johnny will, instead of me having to look up all these food things, maybe Secret Dragon will just let me sneak into one of his meetings. 
Um, yeah. Thank you for the new mic, beer, as always. XFL, great recap. Thank you all for listening. Later.